Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. I'm Lenny. We did it. We made it through. Mm -hmm. uh, here's some interesting to no one but me news. Uh, hang on. I got to get a few seconds. You know how I said I had like a problem with my belly button and that I had like suddenly gotten eczema and like all this shit? All this business? Yes. Well, it's not eczema. Found out what it is. Oh, what is it? That's what we're all excited to hear. It is an allergy to nickel. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that's what it was. I was like, why is this happening? So I called. I called. Well, I, I Googled. I was like, Internet, why, why is my body betraying me? <laughs> Internet. <laughs> Internet, please. I'm begging. And the Internet was like, sounds to us. Like, you got a nickel allergy. Okay. So, I'm a belt buckle person, as it turns out. And I had a belt buckle ready to go. And a leather belt and everything, the whole bit of business. And belt buckles are typically made of pewter. Or you can find sterling ones, but pewter. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't had a problem since. Ah, okay. I know. Now I have to be a belt buckle person, and it's a weird community. Because, <laughs> like, normally you go to, like, Old Navy and you buy whatever. You get, like, whatever belt buckle they have at Old Navy. It's fine. But these kind of belt buckles, you have to go to, like, a guy who sells belt specifically. Yeah. We're talking odd fairs, like uh, Ren Fair will have some. Probably mine is made of uh, knots, so that's that's definitely a Rennie situation. Um, a lot of them are like American eagles, and like other like American America, what America, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, which are not the ones that I'm really in the market for. Some of them are just much too big, very large. They're like like bottle openers on them and stuff, and it's just a whole situation. Like decals and stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. So anyway, that's what's going on with uh, my belly button. Guys, we cured it. Yay. I don't know. We're only a minute and a half like into this. And I have no good segues. What do you think of the whole Comic-Con thing? What Comic -Con oh, my God. Doing? Thank God you brought that up. I did want to talk about the Comic-Con. <laughs> Screw off, New York Comic-Con. That's what I think. Yeah, it's like they're, you know, cutting off, what's this phrase? Cutting off your nose to spite your face. Mm. So it made me think of football. I don't much care for football, but I know that you have to, like, in order to buy tickets, you have to, like, buy the, like, the seat rights or the air rights, or whatever they no, call it's, it. No, it's, uh, it's the seat rights. And then you can buy a ticket to the game? That is what that sounded like to me. I was like, mm -hmm. is this some football? No, because no, because at least in football, you're guaranteed the ticket once you buy the seat. This, you pay $100 to enter into a lottery where you may or may not get tickets. I mean, I honestly, I was like, what is this? Yeah, even if you're, a, um, what, what was the thing? Uh, a member? A verified. A verified member. But my thing is, if you're a verified member, why not make it so that if you're a verified member, you're guaranteed tickets? Right. Like um, when I was reading the thing, 
they were like, hey, we're only selling a limited number. So the only way for you to get them is if you were a verified fan, which I don't know what that means in context. It means that you've been there before. You've been there before and they've seen you there and you've registered there before. So they're only selling tickets to people who were there in 2019. Mm -hmm. That is some horseshit on a level that like I can't even think of. I know. And I I was already through with them in like 2009. You know what I mean? Like I've been done with them for a very long time. The last person I met there was I took my niece there for want to say her 16th birthday it was her first convention and they weren't doing biometrics or anything like that it was a hybrid with the anime convention she got to oh big her. apple con yeah no it wasn't big apple con it was new york city comic con no but i'm they, saying they did a um they did it with in conjunction with the anime convention oh the uh, small anime convention that they usually have after okay mm-hmm. well it used to be together as one thing and she got to meet bruce campbell and I got to meet Adrian Brody. Oh, heart's alive with that boy. Uh, but that was the last one I ever went to. And he was peddling Predators on DVD. That's why. Oh. He was <laughs> that was a while. So, I mean, it was not crowded. It was, I mean, the line for him was pretty long. But uh, to his extreme credit, he endured. He was late, but he endured. Like, he was oh. like. No, I'm saying back in 2009, remember, that was like when Mar- when Iron Man came out and Marvel wasn't overtaking everything yet. So that's why it probably wasn't crowded. No. Yeah, I'm sure that that is exactly why. And but so his line's long and he's late. And the guys in the booth were like, uh, no pictures for Adrian Brody. And he was like, only pictures for Adrian Brody. And he endured every photograph that everybody wanted to take. If they asked, he would get up, go over to the green screen and do a little pose on the oh, green screen. Nice. So you could put like your little predator scene with the guy from Predators and like conversations were had. He did not shortchange any, and this was free. All of it was free. The autograph is free. The photos are free. Everything. What? Free. The whole thing was free. And he really. Like, What's this alternate reality you speak of where everything from a celebrity is free? The, he like straight up Kevin Smithed it. Like he really stuck it out. And like good. he was amazing. What a really good person to be doing. I mean, he didn't have to do any. He's an Academy Award winning man. He doesn't have to do none of this. Predators. This is why like, lo- it wasn't even a this, good movie. <laughs> and this is why lo- <laughs> this is why a lot of people are going to be like, I'm going to Dragon Con because Dragon Con is a lot more fan friendly. Oh, yeah. By like a country mile, is it more fan? Mm-hmm. And, and they probably wouldn't pull this nonsense. Well, the following year, Sylvester Stallone was there and it was $450 to get his autograph. And Stallone? I was like, yep. I was like, I know he's an Academy Award winning person as well. However. For his script. For his script. Yeah, I know. He it's not exactly <laughs> a challenge. But uh uh he is not he it's not like he needs the money. I don't think Sylvester Stone is exactly hurting. Oh no. He's riding that expendables money, man. 
I thought that about Patrick Stewart too. And I know that the, the guys like them don't set their prices. Like it's not like Patrick Stewart walked into like his manager's office and was like, Hey, uh, just so you know, I'm going down to Comic-Con this weekend. So if we could charge $400 of an autograph, that'd be good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Papa needs another Maserati or whatever, whatever he drives. Yeah. But like the thought of that is like, it's so unappealing to me. And then after that, that's when Comic-Con started in with like biometrics and you can't resell your tickets. And if, I'm like, well, what if you're sick? What if you're giving birth? What if all these things and they're like too bad, you're out, whatever money that is. I'm like, yeah. that's real messed up. And what do you, why do they care? Like if I take off my pass and I give it to Lisa, what do they goddamn care what I'm doing? I don't think it's com- New York Comic Con. I think it's uh, the site that they're, you know, using to advertise. Red I mean, Pop or whatever. Read Pop. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's me in there or if it's somebody else, like who cares? We're all buying comics in the end. Comic-Con does. Why? So they can squeeze out an extra 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's scratched guys. So like, ooh, yeah, this one's pretty. Yeah. So I didn't really, I was like, man, you can't, you can't be charging people all this money, especially when there's other cons in the area, like very easily go up to Rhode Island Comic-Con which I have gone to, and it is amazing. Like, it's in a basketball arena. It's just the craziest thing. And the way they set it up and everything, like, you don't have to go to New York Comic Con if you don't want to. And Rhode Island's, like, two hours away. All right, it's a little more, but close enough. Close enough yeah. for rock and roll. <laughs> oh, be more angry. And I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure you can find, you know, a lot of Stargate stuff there, too. Oh, yeah. I found, like... Every actor winds up at the at Rhode Island. It's like a it feels like a mini Dragon Con is what it felt like uh, because the, the the amount of guests that they had and Dragon Con. I mean, honestly, save your money. Don't bother with New York. Don't even bother with San Diego. Go right to the source. Go right to Dragon Con. Yeah, because there will be nothing better. I had fun when I went to Dragon Con twice. I always have fun when I go down there. And now it's the future. You don't even have to stay at one of the hotels. You can just like, I don't know, Airbnb it. And, and now it's the future. <laughs> I mean, before like staying away from it, like the subway doesn't run all the time and whatever. And that's okay. I'm looking at my own nail, debating on whether or not I like it. And I don't like it. I don't like what's happened here with my fingernail. You know who else doesn't have to take the subway when they have to go place to place? Oh, it's going to bring it right back to where it came from. Right. Is it SG-1? It is SG-1. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, This week, it's the Daniel show. Yeah. Oh, wow. You did that. Yeah. That's a loaded. Yeah. That didn't sound you're like you're thrilled about the Daniel show. Because there were so many times. Where it's just like, oh my God, just shut up, Daniel. Yeah, he's talking to somebody who does not understand him, and yet he continues to speak. And even even with the lack of understanding, he finds Daniel annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why keep Daniel and not Rothsberger or what what was that guy's name? I wrote it down. Oh, Rothman? Rothman. Rothsberger. <laughs> Terrific. 
Because I think Rothman is a little bit more annoying than Daniel. He certainly is. At least in Jack's purview. Uh, we open up on this one with an archaeology dig. It's Daniel's dream. He's been there for two weeks. <laughs> living his best archaeology life. This it's is, nice that they let him out. It's like, it's not Abydos, but, you know, it'll do. He's going to get the job done, you know? And uh, you see, like, this green vision monster lurking in uh, in the bushes, spying, getting mm-hmm. up to some spies. And uh, they say it's a, the skeleton that they find is a primordial gold with no naquita in its blood. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's no naquita, and it's like billions of years old or something. Right, so like, did they evolve to be absolute dog shit, or... See, but that that was... That was was my question. Because like, uh, so you're trying to tell me that they were always kind of uh, dill holes? Right. Like from the get-go, or... Because they always, they always, they always like, what's the word I'm looking for? They always like perpetrated that it was the Nakoda and the sarcophagus that made them like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. You become like worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But these are, these are the primordial ones. We'll get to that in a little bit. So the, the Unis jumps out, kills a guard, knocks out Rothman maybe, and steals yeah. Daniel. Going all in on Daniel. Does maybe, does Daniel look like, was he the manliest one there? So he was like, because this is a, a rite of passage, it turns out, like, walk about. Not the military whatever. guy, not not the big hulking military guy with the weapon, but. That military guy was not hulking. Come well, on. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. That was like a whiff of a man. <laughs> well, the man with the weapon wasn't a rite of passage, just the guy with the glasses. Hmm. Maybe it's the bandana. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you got word from other Unises about Daniel Jackson, and he's like, I got the Daniel Jackson. So deal with that. Because they made friends with that one other Unis that one time. No, this is the same. I think this is the, this is the Unis he makes friends with. Well, no, they met one like somewhere else, like on Christian land or something like that. That's where they know what they are. No, Remember that when comes, they went to Christian Earth? No, that comes afterwards. Does, no. No, because that's, yeah. No, this is the same. This is this. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because he meets one and like he was pretending to be like Satan or something, right? Yes. Satan's own Unis. <laughs> Satan's chicken all over again. We were watching TV one time. My husband and I were watching some history shit stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're <laughs> and they were talking about like some some uh colonial people were like they're like the town went wild and they were like they couldn't believe this chicken like it was a rooster that had laid an egg and they were like this rooster laid an egg oh my god the town freaked out and they were like more after the commercial break and i was like yo that's definitely satan's chicken and it comes back from commercial and the, the host is like, the townspeople thought it was Satan's chicken and they put it on trial. <laughs> Found it guilty, killed it. Just so you know, you no, to- no tolerance for Satan's chicken. Because it laid an egg. Because, yeah, a rooster laid an egg. So like, all the world, all the world, all the universe is topsy-turvy. Right. 
So up is like, down, left is right. Instead of being like internally, it's a female egg bearing chicken, but externally as like the male rooster the parts. Rooster, yeah, the rooster features. Uh, they were like, that's Satan's chicken for sure. <laughs> we're just going to have to kill it. So that's Satan's Satan's own Unis. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, SG-11 comes back early to be like, uh, so Rothman could be like, and Unis took Daniel. Oh, I'm a maniac. <laughs> took Daniel, and I don't know where they took him, but they took him. Uh, SG-1's like, yeah, so let's get out of here and go get Daniel immediately. Uh, which and they Hammond's do. like, yeah, sure. I called Rothman Daniel's understudy. He is. He's Daniel's <laughs> replacement. And he's going to go with them. And uh, Jack's like, ugh, I guess. I wouldn't have gone with them. I'd have been like, no, because there's an Unis out there. That's why. Yeah, who was? he wasn't invited to go along with yeah. them. <laughs> like, he just yeah. is helping himself. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going because there are Unis out there. I know how dangerous the Unis are. I read the reports. So they go, they go on the planet and Jack's like assigning tasks to people. Like, you go over here, you watch the gate, you look over here. This is Rothman, you're with me. It didn't have to go down like that. You could have just left him squatting at the gate with the other military guys that you don't care about if they die by Unis. <laughs> die by Unis. I mean, if Jack really cared about them, you know, I'm just saying, I'm not crazy about this. Um, Daniel tries to call for help and then gets beat up by that. He gets beat up a lot by this Unis. And this Unis mm-hmm. is showing a lot of patience for Daniel and his shenanigans. Seriously. Daniel collapses. He's so tired. And then the Unis starts to meditate, I guess, like whatever. <gasps> he no, was he was doing. sleeping. He was taking a nap, it looks like. Uh, Daniel called it meditating. Hmm. And Daniel would know, wouldn't he? But I also love, like, the Unis captures him and meets him and within, like, a few hours gets totally annoyed by Daniel. <laughs> I mean, he's like, I definitely picked the wrong one here. Jeez. Like, Daniel's talking, he just looks at him and he goes, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Daniel takes out his exposition recorder so he can record everything. <laughs> To let us, the audience, know what's up. <laughs> this is Daniel Jackson. If you're reading, if you're listening to this, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, this is Daniel Jackson. If you're in the audience and you're not really following along, what's happening here? <laughs> I might be eaten by this Unis. SG One and Company is still looking for Daniel, and uh, Daniel's like, "I need water." And he starts drinking the water, but then he runs away. Mm-hmm. Daniel, like, where are you going to go, Daniel? Where you run into, buddy. You don't know this planet. You don't know the layout. You don't know the nearest city, the nearest police station. You don't know any of this stuff. The nearest police station. It's an Unis only planet. What are you going to run to the Unis police station and be like, you going oh, for, just a for an Uber? Yeah. He's, you're going to call for an Uber, dude? Like, seriously, where are you going to go? <laughs> I called an Unis cab and uh, you're in big trouble. <laughs> called your mom. <laughs> the Unis cab is not picking me up because I'm not Unis. Seriously. Uh, so then he runs into the water where the Unis will not go because uh, it turns out that's where all the gold are. They just live in the high life in all the, the waters. Water. Which Daniel should be intimately familiar with since he's responsible for not those ones 
but some other ones. Yeah, they should really like. I wish in that series they just never let him live it down. Yeah, they let a lot of people live stuff down that shouldn't be lived down, in my opinion. Like every time they see a ghoul, they're like, is Daniel? Is that one of yours? Like seriously? They're like that one looks just like you though. <laughs> You'd be like, eat shit, guys. Eat you. <laughs> That's what would happen at my office. Like if I did some dumb thing like that. Oh, I would just never, I never hear the end of it. Never. Well, that's how it should be. I'd never hear the end of it. <laughs> Unis saves uh, Daniel's life. And he kills uh, the gold that was jumping up at him, grabs him out of the air, and uh, breaks his head off. So that's fun. Daniel, uh, he's like, I don't remember if he has the recorder when he's talking about that, but that's very funny to me. And he just grabs it out of the air and he's like, He's like, ah. Who's D and U, I wonder? Oh, Daniel and Unes. Oh, so they find the, the lost SG guy from SG-11. And he's catatonic. He's like... Yeah, right? I'm like, what is even... Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't have a gold in me for sure. You might as what well have mean? said, I for sure don't have a gold in me, except I definitely do. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. It's not like I have a gold in me or anything. What? It's not like that. It's 100% like that. <laughs> it's totally like that. So Daniel and the Unis make it back to the Unis's cave. And the Unis is going to cook that gold and eat it. Yum, yum. And Daniel's like, is, that your, is this your cave? And he's just like, no, dude. Of course, dude. He's like, stop. Stop trying. Like, he's annoyed at Daniel within like a day. <laughs> yeah, like within the day, which is hilarious. So they're having a good laugh about tossing the food back and forth. So like Daniel won't eat the gould, even though I'm sure it's delicious. You don't know. Maybe it's like it's barbecued. Everything's better when you barbecue. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd eat like gould, knowing what they are. He ate whatever at Abydos. Whatever that That was. That is true. He was like yum yum thing that drooled on me earlier. Yum yum space cow. Yum yum space cow. And you're not going to eat a ghoul. Give me a break. Uh, But that's fine. And then he takes food out of his pocket, which is like whatever space food they travel with. Whatever, like army rations, space food. Yeah. Unis loves a war ration, turns out, because he eats it and he's like, yum yum. I'm like, see, he ate whatever prepackaged garbage we make on Earth. The least you can do is eat a a fresh gold. Fresh. Gould, and you got the head. That's probably the best part. But he throws it in the fire, and the gould just, and and the Una just looks at him like, "You ungrateful." He's a turd. Daniel's a turd. He's a terrible guest. <laughs> Meanwhile, at camp, Rothman isn't good at people. They are too recent, and I mean, I I cannot even describe how relatable that is. Yeah, I felt that a little bit. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like that got me right. <laughs> In my absolute core, I was like, that is it, though, isn't it? <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I have a, a gold in my throat. Oh. Uh, Daniel starts reading the cave drawings. These are some pretty primitive drawings for him to be pulling right of passage out of. I know he's a great archaeologist, but... Yeah, they're very, they're very obscure. Like, if I drew two stick figures and a cow, like a stick cow... And you came in and you were like, rites of passage, am I right? Okay. 
I'd be like, you would probably be like, no, I just drew two stick figures and a cow. I'd be like, you're my forever partner in Pictionary. <laughs> Daniel must crush at Pictionary. Oh my God. Or I would hate to play against him. Or maybe he's the worst because like you're trying to draw a windmill and it just looks like a plus sign over an equal sign. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's the reign of Ramses the second. And you're like, no, it's a windmill. No, you it's, idiot. A win- it's a windmill. What the hell? <laughs> that, yeah, that could go one of two ways, you know? Oh, that means that means enlightenment. No, it's oh God. It's a potato. It's a potato. Potato like you. You're a potato. <laughs> I, who gave me this guy uh he thinks he is part of the rite of passage he's correct uh the unis cuts daniel's face and starts writing on the wall in daniel's blood Which, by the way he's getting a lot of mileage out of that one drip of blood there mm-hmm. i don't know if you've ever tried to write with a quill in an inkwell yeah it doesn't work like Boy, that you really i mean Movies are lies anyway, but yeah, I don't know how they wrote manuscripts with those things. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not even talking about magic inkwells like Harry Potter. I'm talking like they're like Ebenezer Scrooge be getting up to that that the, his accounting books with a quill and he dips it in one time and he's writing for like a while. He's yeah, he's it. writing like a like a, a receipt that's like two pages long. I dip my pen in an inkwell and I go to write something down. I can barely get like one two words if i'm if they're little if i'm lucky before i gotta go back to that well i'm like yeah i'm like that unis really knows how to make that blood last for his wall art his wall art i mean you know each their own with art i guess it's in the eye of the beholder they say right a second i don't know why i had to stop talking to put nail polish on my nail (laughs) so teal um Teal with the over-the-shoulder shot to that gold in the water. Yeah, that was kind of cool. In the Daniel Pond. Like, first of all, Teal is this mad tracker, and I feel like they didn't know that about him. This is more secrets that Teal does not reveal. No, they know Teal's a tracker. He's tracked before. Yeah, but he's like, they're like, can you track him? And he was like, yeah. They weren't exactly. Is the Pope Catholic? Yeah, they weren't exactly being like slick about it or anything. It's not like he's got to like sniff the ground. They're like massive footprints. But he did know the ghouls were in that water. It's like, how'd you know the Unis was there? Because his footprint's like massive. He's like, how did you know an elephant walked past here? Gee, I can't imagine how I figured that one out. Real mystery. It would be very fun. I feel like that's the kind of our snarky jokes would be the kind of jokes if they ever um, decided to do Stargate again. Like that's the kind of jokes that would be being done this day and age. I know that who bought MGM Amazon. Yeah. And they're like, woo, they bought out Amazon, be buying up MGM. And that means maybe we'll more, get to Stargate. I'm like, more Stargate and more Bond movies doesn't mean any of that and if they were going to do new stargate they'd be doing new from scratch stargate they wouldn't be like don't forget about the james spader kurt russell movie they'd be like scratch that (laughs) i mean i don't want to believe that because like they spent 20 years building up all this lore and everything it would be great if it was just a continuation with a new team 
and they did yeah, it correctly. I think that's, I'm I, you the Xbox. I think that's, I think that's the direction it's going to go. I mean, that would be very nice, <clears throat> but I've seen like plenty of other shows, like just, uh, just check out the old stuff and move in with the new stuff and be like, that's it. That's how it is. Yeah, X Files. Yeah, well, they wish. They wish they got that off the ground right. If they did that right, they would have totally new Mulder and Scully and the show going. They did have a totally new Mulder and Scully and they messed it up. They did mess it up because I liked the idea of that. I liked that they even looked similar. Like that was very funny to me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, nah, what if we. Uh, what if we did a bad job? I was like, Amen. Sorry, guys, focus. But Teal, yeah, that over-the-shoulder shot with Teal was kind of cool. Oh my gosh, Teal a monster. It's like let's show, let's show how badass Teal is. Teal, I did my nails. Teal be the baddest. Nice MF. He's got a wallet. Bad mother on it. Right? Bad MF. <laughs> That's right. He disarms, or he asks everybody to disarm just in case one of them got. Uh, a gold from the pond and everybody's like nah, nobody got it till you just how did we know you don't got it and they're like because that's not a thing you can get because i already have one in me they're like that's not how it works idiot uh, <laughs> and Tilk binds everybody and he's like don't worry i'll go rescue daniel by myself i don't really need you guys anyway no they ask him can you rescue daniel by himself by yourself and he's like yes <laughs> he's like oh god yes i just won't I would love to rescue him by myself. Like, I've had a hundred years of combat training. I can do anything. I swear I'm not salty about the time that he tried to have me killed more than once. Uh, so they all bind each other. And then, oh, okay, so they're back to the cave. Uh, Daniel can't kill the Unis, even though he has the opportunity to. But instead, he, he heals him. He pulls, like, the thorn out of the lion's paw. Like Androcles and the lion. Oh, my God. Oh, he's such a good boy. Daniel's a good pet. And on the head. And he asks the Unis to let him go, even though he's already established that that Unis does not speak English. Yes. And even communicating with him, he's still annoyed by Daniel. Hang on. My husband just texted me a picture of Gregory's coffee. Oh, my God. People... It's the best. Yeah. Gregory's coffee is the absolute best. It was only in Manhattan for a while. And now we've got two out on Long Island. And there you go. So I think he's going to get me coffee. No. Oh. Just so you know, they have a treat there. I know it's off topic again. Very sorry, everybody. Not that sorry. But they have a treat that is a Rice Krispie treat. But instead of Rice Krispies, they make it out of Rice checks. Can the you cereal. do that? The cereal, yes. Yes, because I've had it. And because the first time I ever walked in there, I was like in Manhattan for something. I'm, who knows what I was in there for. And uh, it's a Broadway play. And I walk in there and I was like, this place looks fine for coffee. And I walk in and I saw that there and I almost weeped. Because <laughs> Chex is the best cereal. And I'm like, rice, Chex, crispy treat. And it was so good. It was so perfect. And it's, oh, my heart sailed and sailed. Anyway, thanks for sharing sharing that story with me. You're welcome. Oh, so they find out that Hawkins is the obvious. Hawkins is the the military guy who's definitely got a gold in him from like the jump. But see, that's my thing. Why are they savage? 
and like just vicious just like that they're just like ah i don't know they, they obviously think themselves superior in some way because they maybe because they can take over a human host or some kind of host yeah, but they always established that it was the sarcophagus and the anaquita, the mixture of the two, that made them power hungry and like a little mad. So maybe the unis has the anaquita in their system, and it mixes now because when he's in Hawkins, he's already like, "I'll not be bound by you people," or whatever. Or maybe exactly. that, you know what. Those ghouls might have Naquita in their system because what they were unearthing were primordial, but what's in the water is not primordial anymore. Like you can't just go find a Neanderthal just out there being like, I made it. That's right. Uh, we're guess. all part Neanderthal. Like everybody is descended from like Homo erectus and Neanderthal combining together. Like we didn't kill one out, we just bred till we became us you, you know how people are but was there any evidence we'll that they interacted with whatever what i'm saying was there any evidence that they interacted with humans before what, or any uh, other species i don't know they never got the see, chance to find out see that's my thing they can't just just be so they're just bad just like that because then how do you explain the toker then well i guess the toker just never let it get to their head i mean there's always like a couple that aren't like the pits like there's some yes. tragically hip fans that aren't assholes, but you know, <laughs> think of it as tragically hip fans, you know, because that's what they're like. I got beat up at a tragically hip concert. You did? Yeah, because the fans are monsters. Not all of them, but some of them are monsters. One of them beat me up. Oh. Yeah, was it Mulcahy's? What a treat. It was a very long time ago. Oh, if you beat me up geez. now, it'd be like beating up a grandma because I'm so old. <laughs> like, I'd be like, wow, really? Why don't you take on, like, I wouldn't have been that close to the stage at this late stage. In my 40s, I'm at the back. I can hear just fine from back here. Don't worry about me. But this was in my, God, my late 20s, maybe. And I was like, got to be up front because it's not the same if I don't. And you got beat up. Front. And you got beat up at Mulcahy's. Jesus. Ugh, boo. Place it's still there in Wanta. Oh, yeah, it's still there. I saw Michael's band plays there sometimes. Mm. Where was it? Boy, that's way off topic. Hawkins is obvious he's a ghoul, but Rothman's also a ghoul, and they kill Rothman. Yeah, they spare no expense, they just put holes in them. But all people matter, unless you have a ghoul. They really tried to their very hardest to get that out of Wachowski's head. When he had a gold in him, but like Rothman, mm-hmm. what a hassle that guy is. Get him out of here. Well, also Kowalski was, you know, Jack's like bestie. I know. See, everybody matters unless you're a zilch. And well, enjoy being did tell up them, by Black They Wolf. did tell them they deserve a decent burial, so they're going to bury him, okay? Yeah, that's nice. I don't think that wasn't Jack's idea. <laughs> so do we have to bury him? Yeah, he's like, it's a, How about right it's a waste of taxpayers' money. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, the SGs, they find the cave, and the Unis takes Daniel to the head of the tribe. Mm-hmm. Tribe, sure. Daniel's like, Don't shoot. These are my friends. Like, he's already gone native. Oh, Daniel. Is he? 
Jack must be, like he must be like this guy so much. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, what was it? James Cameron's Avatar. It's like ah, oh, really? You gone native? Yeah. <laughs> and then like uh, some like a bit of roughness starts to break out. So then SG one does shoot because they're like not interested in whatever Daniel's talking about. And then the two Unises fight to the death, and Daniel's Unis wins. Uh, favorite Unis won. And you find out, well, they try to figure out when he says Chaka all the time, what is it, what it means. Maybe it just means awesome. <laughs> like, what if that's it? Like, it's just like, uh, okay, 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 okay. He's like, awesome. or like, it means just okay. Like, he's, like something said, he's like, Chaka. He's like, okay, are we okay? You're okay. I'm okay. That guy's dead. Who cares? Great. Terrific. Right? Or like, come on or something. Come on. Oh, yeah. Maybe it means he's like, come on. Are, are we doing? Are we going? Come on. Come on. Going? Chaka. And Daniel's like, no. No, we're not doing that. Because uh, but- he, says, he says his name. He says his name, too. He says Daniel. Daniel. Right? He's like, Daniel. That's Daniel's not- like, eh, nah. No, no. I'm all set. Thank you, though. Uh, they're best friends forever. By the way, that Daniel's Unis winning the fight to be the alpha male, that's a little ch- because that other Unis was full of bullets. Yeah, but bullets don't really phase them that much. Enough to get Daniel's much smaller Unis to win. I mean, he was still True. alive, but he's not at, like, he's definitely lost some hit points there. He's not at 100%. <laughs> he is... He is down some significant hit points. So like you're probably like 75% effective. What I'm saying. Like, come on now. And then that's the end. Is they're like uh he's like, I'm I, I got invited to find out, probably. I'm like, shut up, shut up. Shut up, we're not coming back here. You're not gonna you're gonna come back here and you're gonna be like, hey, hey, it's me, it's Daniel doing the digs, finding out about you. What's up, Chaka? And Chaka's Chaka, gonna eat him. what up? Uh, what do we What do we feel about this episode? What do we mean? What do we do? Eh, it confused me about the ghouls, so I give it like a two. Um, I give it like yeah, like a two and a half. It wasn't. Eh, it was all right. It was only all right. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, it was okay. And the ghoul thing kind of confused me because I'm like, wait a minute, they just went back on their own lore about the ghouls. I can't. Uh, yeah, it was whatever. Uh, they're getting near the end of this. I'm like, they're getting near the end of the season. It's the eighth episode. In. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they're not, they're not even. Um, I did watch whatever promo I could watch, and Scorched Earth is the name of the next episode. And it yes, this is, like, I think this is the one where you meet the Incarns. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it looked like it was like the colonial edition of Stargate, like, where they're going to be especially judgmental mm. about uh, people colonizing another planet. Yeah. How dare they do this? But we do it all the time. Hello. Take it from us. It's awesome. <laughs> Imperialism. It's fantastic. Yes. Uh, oh, I've got anything to plug? I uh, do not know. My cat is snuggling with this computer so hard. Oh. Uh, you can catch me on my other podcast, Last God Standing, on Twitter at Last God Pod. 
You can find us on all the socials at ZPM Stargate. Uh, most active on Twitter. Buy a t-shirt at tpublic.com. We're hosted at Podbean. So leave us a review in your app. Uh, like, share, and subscribe about us. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.